the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Healthcare Now, paid for by Integrated Physician Network. This program is recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Healthcare Now with your hosts, Larry Jones and Dr. Mark Shayat. Want to become an educated healthcare consumer? Then join our discussion about all things healthcare and understand how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. Now, let's join our hosts in the Healthcare Now studios. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, and we're back in the saddle after a two week hiatus. Um, I'll have to send out my apologies. I was traveling and uh, doing doing yeah. some uh, meeting work out on the West Coast, and also uh, also got to see my daughter in her hospital out there. Good trip. It was a very good trip. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was the American Association of Medical Colleges. A huge wow. meeting. There were like forty eight hundred attendees. In Seattle, I think you were in Seattle. Seattle, yeah. yeah okay. Their their new. We were the first event at their new convention center. Wow. And that that was place was really impressive. A lot of it's people. A lot of like over four thousand. Wow. And and in a crowd that big, that is huge. I kept running into people like the same people that over I knew. And over it was again? interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of interesting. But yeah. there were there were a lot of good topics, and uh, it, it was it was definitely uh, an exhausting, but, uh, but it was a, a good. That's trip. a long trip. It's a long trip, and yeah. it and it was kicked off the yeah. week after we did our oh. two hour live broadcast. So you got to give yeah. me all the feedback. We, oh, have, yeah. we haven't talked. Oh, it's been, I know. I haven't seen I you know. in uh, three weeks almost. Yep, almost. We, uh, you know, we did our two hour live broadcast at the Florida Association of Accountable Care uh, back on. Uh, Dece- I believe it was uh, October twenty sixth. Right. It was like yeah. a dance marathon. Yeah. We just and, kept uh, going. Yeah, yeah, we interviewed over forty people that in that two hour period. And then again, our listeners got to listen to the show broken in half over the last two weeks, Dr. Mark. That's why we filled the dead airspace yeah. with that. Good, good. Well, but, you know, I got to thinking about it, and we've probably had 50 to 60 people have called us about that show. Nice. And, and the different feedback, particularly a lot of the people that were on the show. Right. And I got to thinking about all the different people in healthcare that we actually interviewed that evening. It was Dr. a Mark. huge spectrum of folks. And, yes. and, and now, of course, I'll, I'll say that you know a lot of them because they've been going to this. this I did that know was, some, the, There were the quite tenth. a few. There were some I didn't know. Yeah, they some were they sat first down. First timers. Right. Yep. And, uh, you know, obviously our listeners weren't weren't there some some yep. of our listeners were there actually yep, they were uh, and so we had people just kind of lined up and handed us their name tag and, yeah. and we'd say no. oh, who are you yeah. but yeah it was a it was a huge gamut of of supporting characters from and, all and over healthcare all it was really kinds neat. of diversity of yeah. things that are going on in healthcare everything from IT to value based to yep. care management yep. to the insurance side the, the care side yeah, everything uh, it was yeah. it was really really quite impressive it was pretty and, uh, and there were a cool. number of uh, startups Yes. Um, yes. Medical startups uh-huh. of people. It seemed like those were folks that had been in the industry in some way, shape, yeah. or form for our, yeah. their whole careers yeah. and saw a need and right. decided to expand, you know, into right. that space. But yeah, that was, it was really, it yeah. was really great. It was, it was like, it was a marathon. Yeah. Hopefully uh, we'll it, do it, it again. Seemed, that, you know, that was our 10th anniversary right. and the sponsorships was completely sold out. I think we had over 80 exhibitors yeah. nice. in the show. And I think more than half of them came on our show. Yeah, they did. A lot of the exhibitors yeah. came in yeah. and uh, got their got their time online. And I think they they appreciated the crowd yeah. that was there. Actually, 
Really did appreciate it, they and did. Uh, I was hoping it would uh, transfer over to the to the uh, airways as well. Well, and I think it will. But you yeah. know, I think too for our listeners, Doctor Mark, it was a real opportunity to get a real bird's eye view of the background behind what's going on in healthcare today. It was because we had a lot of different angles, yeah. to talk about, yeah, and some of them we kind of rushed through. But yeah, we did talk. We did yeah. go to some important points yeah. because I mean, the question that you and I ask whenever we meet these folks is like, you know, how, how does this fit in? Right. You know, is this, how are is you this, impacting yeah. patient care and cost exactly. and quality? That's right. And, and right. one person after another really had great stories. Yeah. I mean, I thought yeah. that was, uh, that was amazing. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of good come and It, it just kind of blew me away after we blew through that two hours. I know you and I both were kind of exhausted after all that, but the bottom line was them. all the people that we talked to and the things that we talked about was so encompassing of just about everything that's going on in healthcare today, Doctor Mark. Oh, for sure, no, for sure. It was, it was definitely, and you know, it, it's a rather specific type of meeting, right? Very. So specific. the topics is it's it's, yeah. it's a it's a niche kind of yeah. uh, area in well, healthcare. It's about accountable, it's a, accountable care organizations, right. and the Fl- the Florida Association actually represents over two and a half million lives and over 60 accountable care organizations throughout the state of Florida. Right. So so it's it's that that area yeah. which has grown tremendously. Yeah. But the number of associated folks that were there, I mean it was really it was really cool. Yeah. It really, but really Anyway, really great feedback from the show. I'm glad you're back. I really enjoyed doing that 2-hour live show with you yeah. Dr. Mark. That was yeah. really and, cool. and now we're heading into the holiday season, so we're going right. to we're going to miss some time. We got Can you believe Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving next week? I can. I can. Yeah. So it's it's it is. This is the I think this is the earliest in the month that it ever occurs. I think so. And uh within a I mean it may be by by the day the earliest. So yeah. uh and then but, you know, we've got this is our first real show in November. Yes. And November is probably one of the most important focuses on health care that can be in health care. And it's Diabetes Awareness Month, right. Dr. Mark. Right. Now, we got all the way to the middle of November before you could talk about it. I know. You know? I know. No, it is. I think that uh, we've had a number of experts on uh, diabetes we have. and on, on yeah. nutritional health. Mm-hmm. And this is – it could be a, the, the biggest problem it is. That, well, that, that can actually – have something that we can work yeah. on. You know, we have yeah. medications to control it. Yeah. We have lifestyles to, to manipulate you see it. You on TV every day now. Oh, absolutely. And but so, you know, the important thing today, the number of people with diabetes in the U.S. is higher than it has ever been, Dr. Mark. No, it doesn't, doesn't surprise me at all because yeah. we, we as a society haven't changed anything, right? Right. I mean, we haven't. Right. If anything, we've just had the bad stuff continue. Yeah. And when we talk about, well, man, there's so many healthy fads out there, and yeah. and you know, I hate we hate using the word diets, but but different things out there and different. Well, yeah. those yeah. are the same people that were doing something already, right? It's right. not impacting right. the folks right. and introducing them to a healthier way of life, exactly. and and that's really where we need to we need to kind of button that up and and do a much better job yeah. in getting getting the masses involved, right? Well, you know, today when we talk about more than ever before, about over 37 million Americans currently have diabetes, almost one in 10, Dr. Mark, in the U.S. And about one in five people with diabetes don't even know that they have it. You know what I find out, Larry, is Mm -hmm. is I'll talk to people who will say, yeah, oh, actually, I've got got diabetes. And and it's sort of, I mean, quite frankly, when you look at what that's going to mean in a lifetime, I mean, it's, it's a lot like a cancer diagnosis. So many chronic right. illnesses yeah. are yeah. encompassing because of diabetes. Is but, that? I mean, you're and, the medical right. guy, uh, uh, you exactly. Know. And yeah. we talk yeah. about when we talked about the uh, 
you know, death certificates, right? With uh-huh. the cause of death. Right. And we were, and you, I think you mentioned, well, gee, diabetes isn't on here. Well, that's because yeah. that's not the cause, that's but right. that's that's the track that the train roads rides on. That's what on. got them there. That's what gets you there. That's right. And that's right. and I, I fear that when I talk to folks that, hey, yeah, I got diabetes. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking a pill, you know, which is you know, yeah. that, that first yeah. level. Yeah. And, and or, yeah. or, as you said, there's advertisements all the time now uh, for the, the higher end medications. Yeah, the Ozempic, and now there's another. There's, a, there's another, a, another one, one out there. That Eli, Eli Lilly yeah. uh, just got approved yeah, with their, Lilly, with right. their latest, yeah. and you know you see people going, well, you know, I'll just take, I'll just take a, I'll just take a medication, yeah. Yeah. and they don't know that those yeah. medications, they're no joke. Yeah. I mean, they work, they yeah. work. Right. You lose weight, but you don't feel well, right? And and you know people. People don't like taking medications. Right. Compliance is always a difficult. So exactly. it's not an answer, not to mention they're quite incredibly expensive. Well, and right? you know, there's been some legislation in the past 18 months about uh, uh, dropping the insulin cost to $35 a month maximum. And right. it, before it was costing almost 10 times that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so, pe- yeah. people could literally not afford to get their insulin yeah. on, yeah. A, on a daily. Yeah. yeah. But there's another issue too, Dr. Mark, I want you to talk about there's about a hundred million Americans out there, mainly adults, that don't that have prediabetes mm-hmm. and are not doing anything about it. Right. So because they don't go to their annual well visit. That's right. And because now, if you walk into your annual well visit and you have any of the yeah. categories of concern, yeah. they're going to check your A one C. And explain what prediabetes is, Doctor Mark. So it's a predictor, right? So okay. they're, they're going to look at numbers. They're going to look at the way that your body handles glucose, mm-hmm. and they, and okay. there's a level of yeah. insulin resistance, right? Right. right. And they, we can we can actually measure that, and we can look mm-hmm. at the A one C, which is basically a measurement of how your body has been affected yeah. by by high and low blood sugars, right? Yeah. And all those things we we know what we're going to define as diabetes. Right. So all those numbers we talk about knowing your numbers. Right. All those numbers they have a predictor. You know they're they're okay. a, a linear graph. Your of glucose, numbers. your glucose, and your A one C. Yeah. Correct? So you yep. lo- you look okay. at those and you're gonna you're gonna be able to say you know you you're at risk. And the good news about being in that pre diabetes category mm-hmm. is lifestyle changes and diet changes can impact can, can impact it That's tremendously. Right. That's right. And and, yep. and a lot of people can completely avert. Yeah. That next step. Yeah. Well, last year there were an additional 1.4 million new cases of diabetes diagnosed in America. Yep. And let me just for our listeners go back. You know, diabetes is the chronic, long-lasting health condition that affects how your body turns food into energy. You mentioned that earlier. Right. And when you have type 1 diabetes, the body can't make insulin. Right. And that's if, that's genetic. So that's, that's genetic. That is not okay. affected by your diet. Now, your right. diet can put you into some serious trouble. Okay. But most people who have type one diabetes, they take are, insulin their whole life, right? Yep. And okay. they, they okay. Uh, well, they, they, you know, it's it. It depends on when they find it, right? And it okay. can it can happen in children very often, right? And right. so, so that percentage of population is a much lower percent than type two diabetes. Yeah, right. Much it's, lower. And yeah. so, but when it occurs, yeah, they're, they're going to have to have something, some way to get insulin. And whether there's, you know, tr- you know, there's there's some transplant work that's yeah. going on. Um, there's some, you know, genetic splicing ideas that are going on. Right, but right. In, at the end, the typical treatment is going to be insulin. Okay. And because, as you said, they're not making they're not making yeah. insulin that either works or not making it at okay. all. So that's and then made, on the other the side, type two diabetes says that your body doesn't use the insulin you do have. 
it, it, you, Is that you correct? create well it's called it's insulin resistance okay so okay. you you've now put yourself into a circumstance where your tissues are actually not allowing that that insulin to do its job okay. so you have a, a resistance to it's doing its job and what it does is insulin it manipulates you know how that glucose goes in and out of your bloodstream okay right and okay. and manages you know what right. what it's what's right. going to happen with it so if you don't have that then your blood glucose level is going to elevate okay and that's when you okay. see damage and organ damage yeah i really wish we had uh Dr. Roberts on here today. You know, we've had him in the past. Right. Victor Roberts. Yeah, but I can dumb it down. See, I'm, no, you, I'm not nearly as smart. Down really he's, well. he's not. He's yeah. way smarter than I am. Yeah. So you know, he's going to use he all the big words. I think 50% of his practice was diabetes, if you remember I think it was that. more. I think it was oh, more. Was it more and, than and, that? and that was okay. the type two. Yeah. Because, yeah. because only yeah. a couple of percent yeah. were the type one diabetics. Yeah. And then pre diabetes, your body may not be able to fully use the insulin you make, or your body may not make enough insulin keep your blood sugars in a healthy range. Right. Well, if you keep challenging it by by eating a lot of glucose rich foods, right. And it's it's just like if you're, you know, if you got a sore knee and you go running all the time, mm-hmm. it's going to get worse, right? So if you don't address that that injury, then you're just waiting to get more than just a sore knee. Right. Right? So it's the same thing with with prediabetes. Okay. You're heading in that direction. You've already got dysfunction of that glucose-insulin relationship, okay. and you're going to take that to the next level, right? Okay. And, and it's inevitable. If you don't make a change, it's absolutely going to happen, and you're going to end up having to take medications for type 2 diabetes. Okay. And, you know, Dr. Mark, when we come back, we're going to keep talking about uh, a Diabetes Awareness Month yep. and, and talk about some of the other things that we're dealing with when it comes to diabetes, when it really concerns a third of America. We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. You found Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studios. We're going to pick up where we left off on okay. uh, November being National Diabetes Awareness Month. Yes. Uh, we got. I, I want to point out the the caveat. The, the way the show works is like I, I don't know what we're going to talk about when I get here. So the pediatric surgeon in me uh, has to I start talking about primary care. So to yeah. all my primary care colleagues, yeah. but please, how many please Pediatric kids, have you seen that are diabetic, Doctor Mark? Actually, Probably thousands. Yeah, actually, the like one of my first publications mm-hmm. was on a two-year-old who presented with a intestinal perforation because of diabetic ketoacidosis. It was her really? presenting sign of of having diabetes. So you had to do a colon resection on the yeah, baby. Yeah, small intestinal small resection. Small intestinal yep, resection. Yep. Wow. And so, in in the face of her sugars being six hundred. Right. And so we had to get her stabilized while, because I was an emergency. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had to go go to the operating room. But so that was, uh, yeah, that that absolutely happens that that mm-hmm. the kids will be diagnosed quite early, and it's quite challenging. And it kind of links into something I know that you want to talk about because when when the kids 
are diagnosed, like how do we measure their blood glucose, yeah. right? So right. We, we put a little needle stick in the finger, okay, and then then you manage what they're going to eat, and it's it's complicated, Larry. Right. I mean, it's and and the child is usually not a participant in the beginning, right? It's just, it's right. parental. You're right. right. Well, these kids got to go to school. Exactly. And they have school lunches. And how and, do they deal with all that? And how that? do they do, how yeah. do, how do yeah. you control what the diet, it, it is a huge challenge. So what it is, is their blood sugar just up and down? Is that right. for exactly. the baby? Exactly. Well, it's type one diabetes, right? Oh, okay. So, okay. so if okay. they have too much of a sugar load, right. they, they don't make the insulin to, to correct you. it. So they end out creating a problem there. And then if they take the insulin, um, and they don't have the right amount of food to balance the insulin, then their sugar can drop down, right? And this happens in adults yeah. too, but as they're just first learning. Yeah. So there have been a number of things over the years that have come out to address that. And, okay. and there's certain, you know, diabetes kind of, it, it, run, it runs the, uh, the, the medical device companies and, right. the, and right. pharma. Right. I mean, there's such a huge common problem. Yeah. So there, there are devices out there that can measure your blood glucose yeah. without a conti- continuously that being CGM stuck. CGM device is called continuous glucose monitoring right. device that you have yep. on your arm. Yep, and you'll see yep. people. It's interesting now. I see you, a you, lot of people. With well, them. a lot of people now wear those at the you know that that you may see them at the gym. You know, they got them behind oh, okay. behind their okay. upper you know, like yep. on yeah, their right tricep, right? Here. Yeah. And so what that is, it's the same monitor. Mm-hmm. But what the the pitch on that is, it's a it's you know it's cash basis. It's not an insurance right, thing, right? And they're saying, listen, you know, everybody reacts differently to medications. I'm I'm sorry to right. to, to different foods. So so what you do is you you eat your normal diet, and it's tracking what your glucose is doing, okay. right? So if you eat certain foods, like some people might do just fine eating all sorts of carbs, and it periodically and, and takes your it, blood sugar I, I, level. It, it consistently yeah. takes your blood sugar level. You can read okay. it off your phone. Oh, okay. And so, so you track what you eat when you eat it and then follow what happens in the next period of time, right? Okay. So the idea there from a fitness perspective, and this is kind of trendy, you know, not, not but these are typically folks that are fit and trying to be, Come more uh, more in that athletic realm. You're trying to keep their blood sugar right. In, so in, so that in came, that came yeah. out of the the original thing, which this is being used for patients with diabetes. Okay, right. Yeah. So so they they yeah. flipped it to the private sector of of the healthy fit individuals. So it's it's kind of interesting. interesting. And, and whether yeah. whether it does anything or not is it remains to be seen. But if it shows someone who let's say new, you know New Year's is coming up, right? So what's yeah. what's the the number one resolution is I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a few Eat pounds better. and get in shape, yeah. right? And, right? So if it picks up somebody out there who, you know, maybe used to be used to be an athlete in high school or okay. maybe college right. and has let it go, it may really wake them up to realize that, gee, you know, I've got a level of insulin resistance here. And if I don't watch exactly what and when I eat I'm going to have a problem. Right. So you're going to have that group that gets picked up. Then you're going to have the other group that is looking to, okay, I'm eating really clean and healthy, but is it, mm-hmm. how is my body responding to all that fruit that I eat? Right. Are my blood sugars spiking? Do I need to, you know, watch yeah. that? So, so it's that different level. Yeah. Well, what you're talking about is really diabetes is not only manageable, but it can be impacted with the right lifestyle and the right diet. No doubt that even if you have type one diabetes, <clears throat> That if you don't manage your diet and lifestyle, your need for insulin and your complications for other medical problems will go up. Right. And type 2 diabetes, you know, there's a point in type 2 diabetes where you can reverse it. Okay. And and now you'll you'll always be at risk, Mm -hmm. but you can actually get off your medication. And manage it properly. But but once you get to that insulin level, 
it is very difficult to go back to zero, okay. right? Yeah. But it is definitely something that you can do to decrease the associated yeah. complications of diabetes that yeah. we've, we've learned about over the decades. Right. Well, let me give you an example, a personal example. My blood sugar last year was 115, Dr. Mark. That's mm-hmm. a little high. 115. I well, stopped drinking. Was it, was it fa- your fasting or just? Yeah, that was fasting. This year, I just had my annual wellness visit last month. My blood sugar went down to 92. Oh, yeah. And I stopped eating so much pizza, which is carbs, which right. turn into sugar. Right. And I also no longer drink Coke. Okay. So I'm not going to argue anything that you've said because okay. if you quit drinking soda, yep. it's good for everybody. Okay. I now, did. Now, yeah. now yeah. I will say that that some of the science stuff, as you imagine, like you're yeah. you're stating some generalities. Yeah. I'm not even going to bother correcting because if the outcome is yeah. that you are limiting your carb intake and you're limiting your soda intake and the sugar, sugar went down yeah. and uh, whatever, don't don't, don't yeah. hit me with with details. Okay. It's good because <laughs> it, it's going to be good for your weight management. Right. It's going to be good right. for your energy levels. Yep. And it we're just <clears throat> not our bodies aren't designed to drink. Glucose, yep. Yep. straight, you know, sucrose. I was straight drinking up. way too many cokes, and and crazy enough. Yep. And I know you know this. We've talked about it. Diet sodas are just as bad, if yep. not worse. Yeah. I'm and, not and, drinking any and, carbonated drinks. But, now. but when you when yep. you talk to somebody about that, they never mm-hmm. believe it. But it's because yep. you're fooling your body into thinking that you've got a glucose. They think load, they're doing better, right? Yep. And so what it does not only does it jack around your insulin levels. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of other really interesting. And, and our hormones in our bodies that that affect the way that we eat and affect our hunger. Right. So it's also making you think you're hungry when you're not. You sure okay? you were a surgeon, Doctor Mark? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at least I'm a fit surgeon. Yeah. So well, so, but it, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, that's the number one thing. And we've talked about yeah. when my kids would we come have. in and 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 we want to talk about weight management. Right. Right. When they told me if I asked them would you drink soda, and if they said yes, I was happy because right. I can tell them zero soda. Yep. Right. But but the the difficulty with type two diabetes, mm-hmm. which is related to obesity as well. Right. right. So the, the difficulty yep. is, is you can't say. You can't eat any food. Right. Right. And, and we're pretty much an all or none. Yep. Create creature. Right. It's well, very hard to, to cut things down. You. you know, okay. we talked about what are the leading causes of death. Well, the eighth leading cause of death in the U.S. is diabetes mm-hmm. and it costs the U.S. healthcare system. $327 billion a year in medical cost and lost work and wages. In fact, people with diagnosed diabetes have more than twice the average medical costs as someone without. Oh, I, that doesn't surprise me at all. And, and I would say those numbers yep. are low when you talk about yep. the, the cause of death, because as we said in the last right. segment, it's often the cause of death couldn't be heart attack. Right. But your risk of having a heart attack is so elevated yep. when you have type 2 diabetes yep. that, that it's really the diabetes right. playing the role there, right? Well, you know, we, you, you mentioned earlier that diabetes isn't the reason on the death certificate. Right. Yeah. Let me give Not you some. Yeah. It was, it's been by the National uh, Institute of Health that 69% of diabetic people have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. 44% have high cholesterol. Yep. 39% have chronic kidney disease. And 12% even have been reported vision impairments or even blindness. Yeah, and if you look at the what the general public has, I mean, these are that's a ma- those are magnitudes of increases over the general yes. public. Yes. You know, they're different yes. for different numbers. I mean, heart, heart disease is very common, um, and but uh, hypercholesterolemia is very common. Yep. High high blood pressure, but you are you are all but guaranteed 
you know, two thirds of the time you're going to have those issues if you've got type two yeah, diabetes. Yeah, and that doesn't even take into consideration the weight and obesity issues in America today. Right. Well, it, it's 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 tied together, right? I mean, yeah. you, you yeah. can certainly have one without the other, right? right. There, right. there, there's a there's a term that one of my doctor buddies uses about like skinny diabetics, right? right. And they're not right. not talking about type one <clears throat> diabetics, right? But there's some people that just have insulin resistance right. and don't know it. So they're yep. having all yep. the end organ issues. They're, they may have a fatty liver, but not a fat belly. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that's something relatively yeah. newly accepted and, and discussed, but uh, but yeah. definitely something well, to... Well, the key there is get your annual yeah, wellness visit, absolutely. see your PCP, and what you said earlier, know your numbers. Yeah, you, you have to follow these on. Yep. And this is, yep. this is absolutely, you know... Public health issue number one. Yep. Um, yep. And you know, November's. I don't know why they. I would. I probably would have picked December because uh, if we yeah. look, if we look yeah. at our caloric intake, well, it's probably our, because of the uh, holidays. They well, don't do it. There, well, in fact, there is no uh, official oh, care in December. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What is yeah. that? It only goes through November. Ah, uh, yeah. man. I don't know. I, I think. I think I'd have to <laughs> argue that. That's yeah. a little. There's a little. Uh, a little bias behind yeah. that. That decision. Well, really, every month ought to be Diabetes Awareness Month. Dr. Yeah. No Martin. kidding. No you kidding. Know, well, right. it is. If you look at our caloric intake, even December's a tough period. You know, it start. Is. Start. It yeah. I, I guess yep. the kickoff at uh, Thanksgiving. But uh, but we have to uh, say that that going into that first year, and when the first thing you're going to do is say that you need to lose weight. Well, if you go into this holiday season and you 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 behaved in uh, in you know September and October, yep, yep. you know maybe you'll you'll uh, plan ahead because right, it right. happens to us every single year. Yep. And Larry, you know when they say yep. that people tend to even if you say I'm going to gain two pounds every you know on, on over, yep. over the holidays, yep. okay. Well, that's twenty pounds over that's ten probably years. Probably being very conservative. It is. Dr. Well, I'm, I'm saying yeah. I yeah. mean you know it, and and people don't. Their bodies don't do as well as if you're going up and down, up and down. Right. The, a consistent level of weight, so long as it's not in yeah. a dangerous level of weight, of course, right. is better than people who get well overweight and then get back down to right. normal weight and right. then bump back up again. Yeah. So, Doctor Betsy Dovek would enjoy this conversation. She would. Too. She would. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, she might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she's and she would know the medication yeah. side. She of was this. at Flycos, but we didn't get to see her because she left on Thursday afternoon. Oh, did she really? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. She was there her. during the day. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. She came up and said hi. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, anyway, Doctor Martin, let's kind of change topics a little bit. You know, uh, we're we're. Well, I tell you, when we come back, let's talk about where we are from. We're we're in a Medicare open enrollment. Yep. And we're in an ACA open enrollment. Right. And we're in a Medicaid redetermination program. All right. So on our uh, next few segments, we'll cover yeah. that. But I thought this was a pretty yeah. good, uh, pretty good impromptu coverage yes. on a, a problem that everybody should be thinking about. Yes. And being seeing their primary care physician at their annual well vis- yep. uh, visit, and if yep. they don't bring it up, which I can't yep. imagine they wouldn't, yep. you know, you can ask for that. You can ask yep. for, you know, should I be worried yep. about this? Because you know, maybe my diet could be a yep. little bit better. Well, you know, as a physician, let me ask you this before we close. Close this segment. What is the one thing that people should be aware of if they're experiencing symptoms that could lead to diabetes? Well, I know that's that's really tough. That's Larry, a big, big question. There, there aren't yeah. sim- there really aren't symptoms of diabetes until you get into diabetic ketoacidosis. Okay, okay, okay. and that's something okay. that's more common in type one, but can also happens in type two diabetes when your blood sugar level gets so high and you're spilling a lot of of uh, 
ketones in your urine right. and glucose in your urine, right. Right. and you get such a ketotic load that it affects things like that that little girl I talked about yeah. earlier. Yeah. So yeah. so that's really it. It's it's really not a symptom thing. It's it's a it's a it's a result and a complication thing. Well, good good talk. That was a great conversation. Remember November Diabetes Awareness Month. Back with more healthcare now soon. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studios. And uh, we are, our last couple of segments, we talked about uh, November being uh, National Diabetes Awareness Month. Yes. Uh, for these two segments, let's uh, yeah. let's talk a little bit about all the open enrollments. Yeah, we got a lot uh, yeah. going on, Doctor Mark. As yep. you know, we're still in the Medicare ad- open enrollment period. It started uh, October fifteenth, mm-hmm. and it runs through December seventh. December seventh. December seventh. And Coming if up. you're if you're a Medicare beneficiary. You need to make a decision as to how you're going to handle your Medicare for next year. Yep. Whether it's going to be straight Medicare with a supplement and a Part D, which is the pharmacy, or join a Medicare Advantage plan where you get a number of different uh, options. And if anybody turns on a television during this this open enrollment, <laughs> they've period, already seen three ads. Oh my gosh! You know, I mean, every, I'm I'm wondering why we don't have a Medicare yeah. Advantage plan. We yeah. have Healthcare Now, Medicare Advantage. That's I know, right. That, I mean, we That's probably right. pull that right. off. In fact, next week, Doctor Mark, we're, we're going to rerun oh, no. our October fifth show. Oh, that we, we always had the Cigna. Cigna oh, excellent. People during the Thanksgiving yeah. break. I'm glad you brought that because yeah. because as we we lay out this news, if we've got any new listeners uh, or yep. listeners that missed those yep. shows. The, yep. the right way to go here is to get an advisor. That's right. Um, it's not a hard sell. It's all. informative. You know, the, the fact of the matter is, is they don't want you to have a product that's not the right product for you. And so these, right. these Medicare, Medicare Advantage advisors right. are incredibly helpful. And, you know, they're, it's, it's, it's definitely a great way, a much more effective way than watching the television commercials. Exactly. Right? But uh, but I would I'm, I'm wondering how old yeah, pretty soon I'll be old enough to get one of the acting jobs to be on one of those commercials. So I'm looking forward to that opportunity. That, well, you'd be a very healthy Medicare beneficiary. I guess I would. I guess I would. Yep. And you don't look it anyway. Oh, so thanks, fine. thanks. Yeah, that's the, that's why I do radio and not that's TV. Right. Yeah, that's, that's right. the way to go. But you know, on top of Medicare open enrollment, right. we have the Affordable Care Act, the ACA. Obamacare ACA open enrollment, which started November one and runs through January fifteenth. So there's a little bit of an overlap. Yep. Um, actually, more than a little bit of an overlap, but but that's the same same side. If you are looking at that, you yep. just go on to that the health yep. the healthcare website, yep. the the marketplace. Yep. And, and let's talk about the yeah. marketplace. It has increased today. Ninety six percent of U.S. residents live in areas where there is at least three different options for an ACA program. I want to know what that four percent is. Yeah. It I, must probably North Dakota, Montana. 
Uh, I would. I don't. Say, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's got to be population based. Obviously, there's not a lot going on in Fargo, North Dakota. You I don't know. know. I mean? I, hey, I've got some friends up there, so I don't <laughs> I know. Do too. Uh, you know, I don't I know. Do too. Yep. Yep. But again, people with uh, opportunity to join an ACA program, mm-hmm. it's it's commercial insurance basically. Yep. And it is. No, and it's commercial insurance. Again, yeah. the rates have gone up a little bit, yep. Doctor Mark. Fifteen percent. But yet, seventy five percent of all those plans have some type of a subsidy with it. Right. So it's interesting because yep. even if it's really set up for anyone who needs to get their own insurance, yep. who's not on an employee, uh, employee-employer yep. relationship insurance. Yep. So if you are a small business owner or if you're just working for a company part-time yep. and you don't have insurance, right. you can go there. And I, I will say this. After this is like edition, you know, 1000.0, they, they, the, the first few – First few attempts at this website were pretty horrendous, but there, it's yep. it's actually very good and very fast. Yep. So you go through. Oh, it's easy to yeah. To so, yeah, you you go through because because when I had my practice, mm-hmm. this is this is where I get insurance because the right. people there used to be people out there that would help you find plans. Yeah. Well, once the ACA yep. opened, it kind of put them out of business. It did. And, they were called and, navigators. Yeah. So the yep. navigators, yep. Yep. the only ones that would work are are the 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 groups that would yep. go out there for for fees and right. sort of find right. your fees, but. So you could just go on yourself, and you put in you and your family's information, yeah. and it really lays it all out for you. Well, the all bottom your line options. is if you earn at 250% of the federal poverty level, which is about $34,000 a year, right. you're pretty much going to get this for like 5 or $10 a month. Yeah, I think it's going to be up yeah. this year because be the, 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 yeah. the additional subsidies that Biden put in there for a while have yeah. expired. Yeah. Um, so what I'm seeing is if you're if you're making under – like under fifteen to eighteen thousand a year, yeah. you're going to get a a great plan with no deductible right. and no copay, or right. or maybe a few dollars of copay. And then if you are making about between twenty and thirty thousand, you're going to find that your your monthly outlay is going to be a little bit, probably more like fifty twenty five to fifty dollars a month. Fifty dollars a month, and yeah. and yeah. maybe your yeah. your deductible is a little higher. Yeah. So when you look at that, you can look at the different. Playouts and and, yep. and we should talk about this a little bit. So because mm-hmm. everyone always asks, like, well, how do I how do I decide my deductible? Yeah, basically, what your deductible has to be is it's got to be whatever amount of money you you have on hold that's for right. an emergency. That's right. That's that's what your your What's deductible your saved is. emergency so, fund for so, medical. So if is. you've that's got right. yep. twenty five hundred dollars, you don't want a ten thousand dollar deductible. No, because you're going to run out of cash That's right. and still have or have not issue. be able to pay your bills. Right. Yeah. So so if you are fortunate enough to have money set aside and you can do this through different modes like a like a, health, a HSA. Yep. So yep. if you have an HSA and you have ten thousand dollars in it, then you can have ten thousand dollar deductible right. because right. that money's just sitting there to back you up. Now, why would you want? Such a high deductible? Yep. Well, because your monthly payment is going Premiums to be less. Premiums are a lot lower. And yep. the only way you can win in this little game. Particularly if you don't have a subsidy yes, yes. included. Right. Oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, and this is really that, set up. Yeah, for, and they're saying that some of the ones that don't have subsidies, Dr. Mark, they're looking anywhere from a 12 to 21% premium increase in yeah. 2020. Oh, absolutely. No, it's and yeah. it's, a, it's a bigger jump than yeah. last year. It's yeah. almost 5% yeah. more. But, but you have to look at how much you're laying because the only way to win in this little gambling game which is mm-hmm. exactly what it is right is if you have a high deductible and you don't use it so that's if right. you have a that's fortunate right. year and you don't have to interact 
you know, your yep. your your uh, annual well visit is free. Yep. It's yep. included, yep. right? And the the the, yep. the facilities and the doctors are getting paid, but you you that's all that's part right. and parcel. That's right. And there are a lot of things that you can get and that insurance that that you're not going to incur incur extra cash yep. outlay. So so that's that's the only way to win. So if you can save enough money to put that aside. Now the other thing that's nice about the HSA mm-hmm. is the money that you're allowed to put in is tax deductible. Right? That's right. That's right. And you can carry it on. That's right. And all of these groups now are like uh, money market investments, yeah. right? And so yeah. let's say that you did, you, you put your, your $8,000 in, which was your, your I think $8,400 is, yep. your, is your max that you can put in per Maximum year. Maximum amount. That's right. That oh, you mean an IRA. Yeah, IRA. Yeah, that's right. And that's not, right. not IRA, an HSA. HSA. And so then you have that in there, and let's say you only use 2000 of it, so you got 6000 in it change left. Yep. It rolls over the that's next right. year. That's right. And so it's being used as like a savings account. It's a tax-free savings account, mm-hmm. but you have to use that money for Healthcare, healthcare needs, right? But it, it really works out, and 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 I say this knowing full well that and that one most, inpatient visit and admission can wipe that out in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. So and and or an, or an operation or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And so and so based on your deductible, you know, at some point, you know, if you're if you're paying out per year, if you if you know that you're, we, we've talked about diabetes, right? Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. if you're if you're you a type two diabetic, chronic chronic yeah. Illness, yeah. then then you don't want a high deductible right. because you know the money that you're paying is going to be used up. You're going to hit your maximum right. out of pocket exactly. every year. So, that's right. And that's so you're, you're going to pay more per month, but you know what? It's, that's that's it the reality. Out. It's that's the reality right. of how well, that's going to work. At least you have a fixed cost. Yes, yes. That's the yep. beauty of it. Yep. Now, what about Medicaid? You were going to yeah. talk about Medicaid yeah, as well. let's talk about Medicaid. You know, in the last, since April, when the public emergency went off, yes. Florida has dropped 673 thousand medicaid recipients off the roll of medicaid in florida man i wonder how many of those actually accounted for money in and out of hands well here's the deal when we were first when before the pandemic Mm -hmm. there were 3.8 million people in medicaid in florida 3.8 okay during the pandemic to to for that was from january of 20 until april of 2023 Mm -hmm. that 3.8 went up to almost 5.9 million Wow. Okay. Two point gotcha. one million. Yeah, two point one million more. And now of that five point nine, it dropped to five point one so as still of higher. October, okay. just last yeah. month. Right. Okay. Now we're still quite a bit higher, the but 2. we yeah. expect some more determinations. In other words, if they don't qualify, you have to qualify for Medicaid every monthly. every month. Monthly. Yeah. Now they're which was different some, during the yeah yes. during the pandemic. You have to qualify the, yeah, at all. Right. You were yeah. grandfathered in for almost three yeah. years. Yep. Yeah. But now the the states also got more money from the feds if they agreed to leave these people grandfathered in during that public health emergency. Gotcha. gotcha. So they were they were funded, subsidized. As of April, no more funding. The states yes. has to fund it. Right. Well, so just yeah. to, for our listeners, the yeah. Medicaid, unlike Medicare, which is fully federal, right? Medicaid is a partnership between federal and state dollars. Yes, that's right. And so but then when there's a federal decree on on what you have to do, then federal dollars often are right, going to follow. Right. Right. But you know, I think that the thing is that with 670,000 people looking or have been actually dropped off the rolls, those people are looking for an ACA program. No, I think they're looking for nothing, Larry. Well, it could be. No, I yeah. think that's yeah. I yeah. think that is the that's percentage just drive of the population up the rolls of the uninsured. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. that's yeah. Those are the folks yep. that Obama was yep. targeting right. with Obamacare yep. was the, the folks that didn't have insurance and a lot of them didn't want insurance. 
Right. And and if you recall, way back in the day, they talked about you know mandatory insurance, right. and that that was never going to pan out yep. because no one was set up to fine you if you didn't do it. Right. So, but when it became easy on that open med- Medicaid application, then a lot of people right. did jump on, and it, I I would expect. It has to do with what their health experience was during that yeah, period. Exactly. If they feel like it was all COVID-related and now they're in the clear, then they may just say, hey, yeah. I'm doing pretty yeah. good. I don't even want to pay $5 a month for yeah. something. And and the thing is, those 670000 the bulk of those are adults, not children. Oh, for sure. Because children no, will children qualify. qualify. They'll yeah. qualify, yeah, yeah they're based yeah. on p- the parents' income. And I know you dealt yeah. with that a lot oh, in your absolutely. practice. Yeah, yeah so the, the, the adult side of Medicaid is – pretty tricky yep. because it's yep. it's pure medicaid as opposed to being managed by some of the hmo companies the third party you know commercial companies that manage the kids right so that that can make it pretty hard right. to figure out too exactly but but if they roll off the scrolls some of them for for one thing some don't don't know that it happened that's right, right. And then, well, that's but the beef with the class action lawsuit in Florida. Yes, yes, they're, and that's t- still to be determined probably later next year. Which it, is which is timing wise is terrible. Didn't give people enough, enough time notice. Yeah, to notice right, or right. notice them enough. Right, yeah. and I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard because I mean, it it's is. I think it goes back to is healthcare, you know, a right? Is is having healthcare coverage a right? That's right. Um, or is it a luxury? And, you know, that's that's a debate, right? Yeah. And so, I think it ties right into what do the legislative laws say about it? Yeah. Oh, and absolutely. that's really what we're dealing with. Right. And then yep. state and then when you get to an example of it's state by state, yep. it gets even more, more complicated. Yeah. But yeah. when you have a class action lawsuit in a group of folks that are fighting for this, the I have to tell you, the individuals win or lose get like nothing. That's right. And that's and right. it's it's really yep. it's really more about curbing future legislation yes and unfortunately having the class action suit attorneys yeah. get right. the, get the lion's and share can of you the, imagine the money that state of florida is paying to defend that from yeah. the feds yeah now it was it's a it's a couple with two children mm-hmm. that actually filed a class action lawsuit right but and they but claim right there so yeah. the, the the originals they're they're originals but then yeah. the, the thousands of other people oh, it's all it's millions. all diluted yeah. or millions right two million yeah. people yeah. million and a half right Dr. Martin, when we come back, we're going to keep talking about this, and we're going to see how how does the Medicaid redeterminations impact mental health insurers, and then we're going to talk a little bit about retail health care. We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. We've got Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studios. 
we got the last segment to tape today. And as, as we were mentioning that, uh, you know, doing a two-hour live broadcast makes uh, our one-hour shows seem uh, quite – maybe we should be, like, uh, stockpiling them. Piece Man. of cake. Oh, yeah, piece of cake. Not, e- not even sweating. <laughs> I know. Not that we ever yeah. we ever do. No, it's pretty chilly in this studio, actually. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I came back from Seattle and I brought the weather with me, oh, except yeah. it was about 40 yeah. degrees cooler in Seattle. I wondered where all these clouds came from. I'm telling you, they, they did. I was like the uh, – like, you know, uh, peanuts and the, the cloud yep. following me around. But, I think uh, it's going to clear up by the weekend, though. It's supposed to. It's yeah. supposed to. I'm actually going to go uh, to Tallahassee and uh, go to the, the uh, football game oh, and see my son up there. Saturday? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, the That's whole crew. Florida, Florida. No. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's uh, Florida, <clears throat> North Alabama. Oh, okay. Yep. And I hope I don't offend any yep. uh, listeners, but I had to look up North Alabama. I grew yeah. up. In Pensacola, which is basically southern Alabama. I'm not Alabama. familiar with North Alabama I either. was not, but I saw them on TV <laughs> okay. two weeks ago and playing. next week they play Florida. Yeah, next week Florida. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. next, yeah. next yeah. week is the Florida-Florida State <clears throat> game at Florida. Yep. I, don't, I don't think I'll be attending that. No. Because I, I think the Gators are, are – they're not, they're not happy losers, and, no. and Florida well, State's the, having a great year. The last time I went to a Florida-Florida State game, it took me seven and a half hours to come back from Tallahassee to Orlando. Oh my goodness! I uh, I ten and seventy five oh, yeah. was a parking lot. No, you got to stay. Yeah. you got you got to walk to yeah. your hotel and, yeah. and and take cover. Right. No, no, that's definitely. But yeah, so we're gonna head up for that, and okay. uh, then then the holidays start, and it's yeah. just it's just on a roll, yeah. Larry. Yeah, you know, we were talking about Medicaid earlier and some of the redeterminations. Right. A big piece of Medicaid is mental health, Doctor Mark, and more than twenty percent of U.S. adults live with mental, some type of mental illness, according to the National Institute of Mental Health. And it's also estimated that 630,000 Florida adults with mental health and 116,000 youth with depression in Florida have unmet treatment needs, according to the Florida Policy Institute. Well, I mean, it's, it's really interesting that the numbers have probably legitimately gone up but the recognition has gone way up, which yep. is great. Yep. And and there's there's more funding, uh, there are more people, there's more access. And as we we talk about, you know, post pandemic, some of the things that have occurred, and and that's that's one of the things. Now it actually started. I, I will say, you know, with Obamacare having to address mental health on yep. your insurances, that was something that that was needed, right? Yep. Um, there were some other ridiculous things like everyone had to have maternity coverage even if you right. weren't of childbearing age right uh but there the mental health side was then bolstered through the pandemic yeah. well i looked up a stat that i think you'll be interested that i really didn't get a chance to tell you about about 14 percent of our patients that we manage which is tens of thousands have some type of diagnosis of mental health but yet 36 percent of our er visits are represented by mental health visits, which was a it was a big jump. It was yeah, a big yeah. big jump. You know, like I say, we talked about it being back pain yeah. for for decades for and decades, yeah. and now mental health has has surpassed it. Yeah, and you know that one of the issues that we have is the hospitals still aren't that well equipped no. for inpatient mental health yeah. mental health management, right. and that might and that's be a good why thing. we're trying to that do might be some a good thing. outpatient right. mental health exactly. with a, a company called Rose. Health, Precise Health out of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're trying to screen these people and give them help before they go to the right, ER. Right, exactly yep. right. Yep. So, I mean, I think we're going to see that that continue. And that is also, mm-hmm. as you point out, with, mm-hmm. with these folks that have rolled off the Medicaid scrolls. Yep. And yep. If, there's, if there's a predictor of the ones that 
are really going to be in the most need, it would right. be that group, right? Right, because right. the age group, it's it really affects all ages, right? And so it's it's not like you know if it, it's not heart disease in the twenty year old, right. right? Right, but but it's it's definitely the young adults that are most likely to be with voluntarily without coverage, right? And and this this is yeah. an issue, yeah. You know, changing subjects, Doctor Mark. You know, we talk a lot about retail health and all the things that. CVS and uh, Walmart and Amazon, Amazon and, yep. and Village MD, Walgreens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, there's an interesting new slant that's happening here in Orlando. Let's Orlando hear Health has teamed up with Walmart Health. Interesting. And effective in October of this year. And you want the Larry spin on this? Yeah, let's hear it. You know, Advent's got 66 urgent care centers. You say Orlando centers. Health or Advent Health? Advent. Oh, you, uh, oh, you said Orlando yeah. Health. Um, no, Orlando oh. Health is who partnered oh, okay, okay, with okay, Walmart. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. But their biggest competitor, Orlando uh, Advent Health, uh-huh. has 66 urgent care centers in Orlando. Yep. Orlando Health has none. Well, they have the one group that they're affiliated with, right? Care. Well, that's no. their own Care, care yeah. Now. Care Now. But yeah. there are very few of them. Yeah. But compared to where this other major plan is, major system is i think they're tying with walmart to basically use walmart health clinics as an urgent care center as a feeder into the hospital interesting well i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna investigate that's that that's the larry yeah uh, that yeah it makes it makes some does that sense not yeah. make some sense yeah, yeah i mean we've talked about the the idea that if you have an emergency room <clears throat> you should probably have an urgent care center 800 feet from it you know, exactly, and, and yeah. so so that yeah. would that would be a way to kind of kind of make that happen yeah. since they're so common. Yeah, well, Walmart's take on this thing is that they've partnered with Orlando Health to actually improve the communication and the continuity of care between these patients. That says to me, urgent care to ER, Doctor Mark. It does, but you know, Doesn't so it? so yeah. that's so then they're Walmart's. So we're looking at Walmart. Interesting. No, yeah. I, that's going to be a. We'll have yeah, to see how yeah. that goes. Absolutely. And, absolutely. and Walmart Health is actually opening, I believe it's 14 clinics of the Walmart stores just in the Central Florida market alone. Right. And they, and unlike <clears throat> CVS, they don't have an insurance product. That's right. Right. So that's right. In, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, so all these and, players. And Advent does have an insurance product. Yep. They have First Health Health yep, Plans. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Health which first. Now, Health First Health, first health yeah. which is now going to be Aetna. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they've uh, sold their Aetna piece. Oh, interesting. Or, or sold the, the commercial piece of uh, Health First to Aetna. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. So Man. all the employees so that'll be CBS. of Advent Health are now will be Aetna CVS Health. Wow. And uh, we might be able to have a little impact there, Dr. Mark. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. That's going to be yeah. that's going to yeah. be super yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot going on. Yeah. It'll be, 2024 is going to be a very interesting year in healthcare. Well, I tell you, I mean, every year we see the the new attitudes and and companies and opportunities that they're seeing. And uh, but but to your point, I mean, we don't we don't know what's going on behind the curtain, but eventually we figure it out. Yeah, and then you know when you talk about what else is going on in healthcare, there's rumor out there that Cigna Healthcare may sell their Medicare Advantage line. Yes, yes. Yeah, did you yeah. hear about mm-hmm. that? I did. Yeah, and they've got about six hundred thousand members. They grew 13% last year, but it only represents a small fracture of the 19 million total signal lives out there, so, 600,000. Yeah, I would have yeah. thought, well, I mean, if you think about it, we've talked about Medicare yep. going to that model by 2030. Yep. 
And is that just an early exit strategy when? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, yeah. they definitely want all Medicare beneficiaries in either a Medicare uh, ACO or Medicare Advantage plan by 2030. No, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so yeah. is, yeah. is Cigna thinking of, of, Get, getting rid of that part of their market because it's going to change anyhow? Or, I don't know. Or, or, That's a good question. Or retooling it. Uh, I would have thought they would know, retool it to be part of the yeah, participate you know, in that area. We have a contract with Cigna Medicare and have had for five years now. Yeah. But, uh, and, and we're growing. Yeah. We're, we're their largest answer for independent health care in Central Florida. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. But I thought that was quite interesting looking at that, uh, which represents quite a bit. And then on the other side, Amazon One Medical is now partnering with some of the large employer groups. Dr. Mark, this is really interesting. Do you remember when Haven Health came out a few years ago when uh, J.P. Morgan uh, and who were the others? Berkshire Hathaway. Berkshire, Berkshire Hathaway yeah. and Amazon, right? And, and Walmart. And Walmart were going to join together. We, you know, that fell apart. Right. Now they're coming I'd back. I had even forgotten the name of it. When you said yeah. the name of it, it didn't it's come out. It's called Haven Health. Yeah, Haven, yeah, that yeah right. fell apart last year. No, well, no, now, it fell apart several years ago, yeah. They've formed a new entity called Health Transformation Alliance, HTA. It's same people? Same people. But listen to what they're doing. This is Amazon but they are building a co-op with major employers like Coca-Cola, American Express, Marriott, Boeing, and J.P. Morgan through their hat back in the ring that aims to combine resources and value-based tools to manage their employee population. So I was in uh, downtown uh, San Francisco. Okay. And I was also in downtown Seattle. Yep. So I was inundated with the uh, one medical Shops and you buildings. Were. Yeah, okay. they're, they're everywhere. There are not a lot here. There are not yeah. a lot anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that, which was kind of interesting, you know, because Amazon's purchase, there there weren't that many yep. places, and it was just really it was the framework that they're yep. they're building. So there yep. there were a lot of new offices yep. that I saw in those two cities. Yeah. Uh, but well, just to give but, you an but impact, Boeing makes sense because Boeing, Boeing is in yep. Seattle. Yep, that is. And and, and Boeing and is, Amazon uh, is there. Right. Right. Yep. So so yeah. and and one medical. Yeah, and one so, medical so. which they own. Yep. Yeah. So so that 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 makes a little bit but of. But this uh, alliance, Doctor Mark, is going to take care of over four million lives and ready for this. Have an annual p- spend of over twenty-seven billion dollars. Yep. So this is another. So basically, it's an em- employer contract. That's correct. You know. So yep. and it was yep. back to the the original reason that that Haven was brought together is they were thinking, yep. hey, between these three companies, we have so many employees. So this is just a, another addition. Yep. And Amazon's probably exactly. instead of having a seat at the yep. table, they want to lead it. Right. And well, arguably, I thought it was interesting that Amazon, you know, bought. One medical for three point nine billion, right? But yet they form this alliance that's going to represent twenty seven billion dollars in income. I'd say that's a pretty good return on your investment, Doctor Mark. Well, yeah, but they have to they have to grow it because what they right. what they had that's there right. it wasn't. I mean, they they don't have the platform yet, yeah. uh, but it's going to it's definitely going to have a uh, a way to grow for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know, Amazon shut down their Amazon Care because they just felt like that it wasn't, wasn't going anywhere wasn't going anywhere and yeah. didn't have a good offering to it but i mean that's that was in our early days of discussing like amazon cuz i think we yeah. started we started this podcast about the time that haven was was announced yes we did uh, predicted that's that right. it wasn't going to work because right. uh, there was too much power at the table yeah. mm-hmm. and then when amazon stepped out and and berkshire hathaway dropped out yeah Amazon started buying crazy stuff, yeah. and a lot of Just that like has CBS gone away. like CVS Health doing the same thing. Yep, so. But, you know, One Medical, they do have over 200 clinics in 20 markets across the U.S., 
and they currently work with about 8,500 smaller employers. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time they've really branched yeah. out to build this huge alliance. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. if you do the math on 200 sites at, at what was it, uh, $6 billion or how much? You know, $3 billion. $3 billion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they weren't buying the sites. No, that's they're, right. They're buying, that's right. that's buying right. the methodology, and, and I, they're not even really buying the name because the name yeah. is Amazon. That's right, and so they don't they don't need that marketing, That's right? right? That's right. So, but it, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. It's it's going to be like you say, twenty twenty four. As always, you know, healthcare has there's a there's a lot of things to talk about. There's oh. there's there's never never any rest. It's going to be a fun twenty twenty four. Yep, I, I think you're right, and yep. uh, we'll be back uh, for a couple of shows before yep. we uh, ring in the new year. We're going to remind our listeners next week we're going to have the Cigna Medicare program back on again Yep, and then we'll be back on the air on November 30th. That's right. It's the uh, open enrollments. Have a great Thanksgiving Dr. Mark. You too. Thank you for joining us today on Healthcare Now. To find the answers you are looking for or have a question, you can reach Larry and Dr. Mark by emailing your questions and comments to follow us at healthcarenow.us. And we'll continue our discussion same time next week on navigating our complex healthcare system on Healthcare Now. Now. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.